time to get ready and load out. These are my final rounds. I better make <laughs> them count. It's hell out there, boys. Let's do this. Oh, good. Dustin here is here too, slightly off camera with his giant guns. And Stella with her slingshot. Is Ben big enough to be holding a bazooka? Who cares? It's time for action. On my signal, everyone, for Gotham Chronicles! Welcome back to the Gotham Chronicle podcast. Year five, folks, the final year. No man's land. That means that this podcast has been like cut off and abandoned by Dustin and, you know, uh, and the rest of TBU. So I'm just sitting here on this little transistor radio begging Dustin to give us like supplies every month. I'm Josh and joining me is. This is Donovan. And this is Jan again. <laughs> wow, you were so upbeat before we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> That's before we had to start discussing the episode. <clears throat> yeah. Wow, okay. Well, uh, before we get into the episode, it has been a long time, folks. Um, how, how have you, let's tell listeners what we've been up to since like Gotham ended in May. Of 2018, a whole calendar year ago. Well, uh, let's see. What have we been doing a whole calendar year? Uh, we've been definitely talking about doing this. Because like, with this being the final season, there's been a lot of discussion of, you know, what is the show going to do and how are we going to react to it, basically? Um, you know, we've had ideas uh, <laughs> to do things. And, and um, I, think, I, think, I think this is the most anticipated uh, year of podcasting. In regards to this show, so oh god, I did a department shift at my uh, job, so now I have like a whole new thing that I have to do there. So everything's been like super stressful, and I've been dying inside. Wow! And now it's time to watch your favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, and one thing, and some Gotham-related stuff that happened to me over the hiatus. Um. So I ran into Dobby Mazows and Sean Pertwee in September at uh, Tampa Bay MegaCon. They were not at Comic-Con this year, which was a surprise because uh, they, like, they like canceled Gotham going there at the last minute to the point where, like, Comic-Con still had them, like, listed. Aww. Instead, they just, like, gave that tote bag of, like, Gordon standing over, like, a blown-up bridge. Like, yeah, I blew this up. <laughs> yeah, I remember um, that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, had, like, I had, like, a fun interview with uh, David and Sean. Uh, where uh, which was fun because they remembered me and like uh, uh, who was the guy Peter Capaldi Don? Yeah, the twelfth Doctor Peter Capaldi. Yeah, he he like crashed the interview and I had to like whisper to Dobby Mazows, who is this guy? He's like he was the last Doctor from Doctor Who. I was like, oh okay. And uh, oh Josh, I know there were so know. many um, things wrong with that statement. <laughs> I might that whole do interaction. like a special hiatus episode of like some of the interviews and stuff that happened like that i did during the pietus because oh yeah you were supposed to we were supposed to get together and do the um 
the interview thing and then we never did <laughs> yeah we were supposed to do a lot of stuff <laughs> it's okay we, we we all have busy lives we're here now um no i just work then, i don't have a life a few weeks later at new york comic-con um i <laughs> i i i not only interviewed the cast um but um I did see some on-location stuff that they were filming in New York City, which I won't talk about until we get to that episode because there's some, like, spoilers there. Spoilers. Um, yeah, but that was fun. And then, let's see, and then a few weeks ago, too, I went to the Pally Center premiere uh, for Gotham where uh, Ben and I interviewed the cast on the red carpet. And uh, Robin Lord Taylor hugged us twice. That was, like, very, like, surreal for me. Um, so I have a bunch of interviews that we've done over the hiatus. Some of them have been published on like, you know, TBU. Um, I published one of a few of them on fan sided and, uh, some of the clips and are on even on like DC universe. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of the red carpet stuff is on Twitter. Uh, but that's been my, how I spent my Gotham hiatus, you know, stalking the cast at these various events. Well, and by stalking, I mean like interviewing them at press approved stuff. AKA he didn't have a hiatus. I did though. Well, it, it, it's <laughs> weird because it's weird though, because like um, some stuff happened to me during high school. Like now I work for DC universes, like streaming app doing like hype articles for them. That happened to me over the hiatus. Like it's been, um, it's, it's, it's been a break guys. Uh, so the episode itself, I'd say that there's three specific plot lines here. Um, which is, you know, uh, Tabitha's showdown with uh, Penguin and the whole helicopter crash and trying to get the supplies for the refugees and, like, maybe four, four subplots. If you count, like, the brief, like, Scarecrow diversion, because there's, like, a diversion with Scarecrow. That's it's pretty almost much like, everyone reacting in No Man's Land, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and then the other plots are, you know, uh, Riddler waking up in strange places, talking into a court, not sure how he got there. And um, Selena dealing with the aftermath of her injury from Jeremiah and, you know, giving Bruce uh, shit over that, having a suicide attempt and, and a nurse telling Bruce, like, you must go to the witch, the witch, which. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I think we should talk about Tabitha's death first, because that's the biggest takeaway from the episode. I feel like the, the the premiere's lasting mark, lasting effect. One thing that is interesting about that is um, I know somebody um, on crew on the show. So I heard about Tabitha's death in like September. So it was in the back of my mind this whole time. But, like, so if, if you're a detective, like, if you're not paying attention to the promo stuff or whatever, it comes as a surprise. But if you're, like, following Gotham on social media and all the new stuff really closely, Tabitha's death is, like, one of the worst kept secrets ever to the point where, like, at New York Comic Con, they were, like, talking about what everyone's going to be doing this season and they said Barbara suffers a really personal loss at the beginning of the season. And I was oh, thinking, God. Well, Her hair gee, I wonder what that could be at this point. <laughs> oh, and then, um, and, and, then, and then, like, they immediately went from talking about Barbara's personal loss to, oh, and Tabitha goes after Penguin with, like, disastrous results. <laughs> that reminds like, me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, wow. And then. When the cast was like releasing their like cast photos, here it is the entire cast of season five 
every last person and like jessica lucas is like never there and the cast kept on like posting like group pictures of them like at parties and doing stuff like yep the whole cast and jessica lucas was never there Oh, well, God. and then when they announced that they were going to premiere the like they were going to screen the premiere at Pally Center, like um, almost a month before the episode airs. I'm like, OK, they're not even trying to hide it anymore because like somebody there is going to leak it. And um, yeah. I don't know if somebody there like officially did because I haven't been on every single like website or whatever. But like when you Google when you like search Jessica Lucas on Twitter, there's so many. Hey, where's Jessica Lucas? Like. And all these promo pictures and stuff. So th- that was really interesting. I was trying was... not to pay attention on the internet. <laughs> I wanted to go into this. I wanted to go into this season. Like I went into everything else completely, completely blind. Except for like their little promo videos and stuff like that. Which got me hyped. I was like, yeah, look how awesome this looks. And then I watched this episode. And then like 10 minutes in. 15, 20. Before the halfway mark, anyway. <sighs> I started off really disliking her and thinking she was, like, annoyingly written. I'm just, I'm just going to go on my little story here. So when I first was introduced to Tabitha back in season two, I yes. was like, okay, crazy dominatrix, uh, female villain in leather. How original. Uh color number two to everyone of color and <clears throat> well of course to what was his name james uh, Frey the, or something? The, theo gallivan, gallivan. Oh, the, his real name he, i was excited for him and then i saw jessica lucas and i was like okay whatever henchwoman number five and i didn't realize that they were going to keep her for another season and then the whole other season i was just like why is she even here and then they had the whole butch her and uh barbara thing and i was just like this is stupid and then there was like but she started to grow on me because i could see she had that storyline she had one of my favorite story development lines she was raised to be like this unfeeling crazy psychopathic bitch person and then through her relationships with um babs and butch Mostly Butch, because he actually treated her like a person, versus Babs, who treated her like an asset because she doesn't know how to have friends. Um, Butch treated her like a person of value to her. Not someone that he could use, but somebody he wanted to help and support. And with that, she got some amazing character development and amazing character growth, to the point where she realized that Babs was a piece of shit to her. And, you know... um, electrocuted her to death and we never saw barbara again exactly That's and what the I show said. <laughs> amazing um but no then we go into season four and she's like see you on monday and then she's gone for three episodes yeah <laughs> yes. and then of course she's like and my friend pointed this out to me when i was talking to him he's like a huge fan of the show he said i wish she was something other than just a supporting character for white people. Because she was her brother's supporting support as his number one henchwoman and possible buddy. Let's um, not forget about that, yeah. I, I 
<laughs> and then I, I totally she, interpreted that line something differently. I thought she was just trying to make that guy uncomfortable. Like I, I don't think that like she and her brother had. Yeah, sex. no, they banged. That was very obvious. That the was telegraphed a mile. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, so she was, uh, she was a uh, number two and um, sexual companion of her brother. Then she tr- she went over to Butch, and then. At that point, they were kind of like both number two, so it was like whatever. Um, but later, then she went back to what's her face, Barbara, who she started boning after her brother boned her, um, <laughs> and then became her love interest number two. So she was basically in the same realm of like something like a comfort zone. So I was like, okay, whatever. They're just going to keep writing her like this, and then they threw Butch in there. It was like a complete wrench in that whole cycle. And then she started to realize how uh, developed feelings and everything for Butch. And she started changing. But then he go, then the guy goes, yeah, and then she's like a love interest for Butch. And I was like, well, you're not wrong. But in my eyes, I was also watching her um, grow into like a fully well-rounded character. I mean, yeah, she kept making the same mistake of going back to Barbara, who was just using her as a tool but she was actually like speaking up more, giving like better ideas and stuff. But you know, she was also of the uh, whole being trained to just basically like, this pisses me off. I'm going to murder it. Do you know what I mean? But she was trying to do it in like, um, she could actually hold off on it, but not because, um, ugh, it's kind of like, First, she was not doing things because Barbara was telling her not to do them. But then, you know, she was um, speaking up against Barbara and becoming her own separate person um, in in season four. And I was just <laughs> like, this is amazing. And then, of course, at the end of season four, they dropped the bomb of freaking Penguin shooting Butch in the head, which totally transformed everything to Butch being her love interest not her being his love interest mm. and then they undo everything at the beginning of this goddamn episode by shooting her or stabbing her and killing her just to put her back in that number two position to further freaking worthless boring never changing Barbara Keene's storyline this woman has no point in this series. She, If you removed her from the entire series, nothing would be different. I don't know about that because I feel like she – and you're going to like throw me off a bridge when I say this. But like okay. I feel like she humanizes Barbara at various points. Like she's one of the few things that Barbara cares about. Like at the end of last – that, that episode that we all hated last season with, like, the glowing hand where uh, Barbara was going to, like, keep the hand. But then when she saw that it would, like, that Tabitha would die, she chose to, like, I was talking about Babs being removed from the series, not Tabitha. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, Tabitha's perfectly fine. She was amazing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, you could remove <laughs> Barbara from the series, like, everything with her in it, and it would have been fine. Like, there's, like, they, it's like they That's try to freaking force her into the series and it's everything she does you can remove it and they could find an easier way to connect things 
I have there's not one situation that I have seen in this series that she is absolutely necessary. Well, who would have the glowing hand? Quite a, smack! <laughs> I'm smacking your mouth. <laughs> ah. I like how you were sitting here, like, trying to defend Tabitha, and I'm like, I'm not talking about... I just sat there for, like, ten minutes praising Tabitha. I'm talking shit about, like, Barbara Keen, like, the <laughs> the worst character on the show. The only, the only thing I say is, I don't remember them actually Burst mentioning... Burst vicious wig, okay? That's how bad she is. I don't remember them actually mentioning Tabitha's unbringing. Like, I know that, like, there's a whole St. Dumas stuff that I guess is in her family, but, like... I don't know if she was, like, raised against her will to be, like, an assassin. I just thought that she was legitimately meant to be crazy. Then, like, they kind of got away from that as the series went on. She was a lot more cold in, like, season two. Like, like she was, like, this cold enforcer. And I I realized this at one point in, I think, like, season four. Just, like, I was like, wow. She's kind of, like, really been humanized to the point where, like, you know, when she's like, I got to get Butch's memory back. You're like, wait, do I, like, care about... Tabitha's like emotional journey now like I did uh, I, I did too and, th- and that was like and that was like the weird thing it's like oh yeah like she's because when you go back and you watch season two she is a lot like colder like I did watch the scene where she kills Penguin's mom yeah and like she kind of like smirks like tricked yeah because they kind of do that thing where it's like okay we'll let her go and she has yeah. the knife in her back and like you look over at Tabitha and she just kind of like coyly like smiles like yeah take that boy yeah because like during the whole like silver st cloud weird thing going on she like escaped and kind of went on her own and then it's, it's yeah. honestly it's really hard for me to remember back then uh through all like the yeah she went rage. um because <laughs> they, they penguin like mess- <laughs> penguin screwed over butch by chopping off his hand and then zaz did that whole um well first penguin killed fish and then um Zaz did the whole uh, mind warp thing on Butch. <laughs> Penguin cuts off Butch's hand and then sends him to um, Theo Gallivan. And then uh, Tabitha basically undoes the programming. Him. And then um, after everything is done, she goes over to where Butch is in Penguin's mansion. And is all like, yeah, I'm going to squat here for right now. And basically sits in his lap like, yeah, this is my place now. Like a cat. Um, to kind of get into the whole, like, like, like you know, because there's a lot to talk about in this episode, I think, just generally in terms of the <laughs> season. But if, if we're going to knock yeah. off Tabitha's demise in this episode, um, when I saw that, I was I was like, this is this, here's a talking point right here. Uh, I don't know if this show necessarily does character deaths well anyway. Um, so I don't know what I was expecting. Um, I do think in this episode, I feel, I mean, I, I, I feel that like what we got of her character was decent to her character. Like it wasn't just like, you know, there was like one yeah. scene and then she, and then she goes off and like when Barbara shows up, she's dead. Like, it's like we kind of follow her until then. I do think that like I was, I was watching the scene again. I thought, you know, there's a lot of sort of like histrionics and I don't buy that she can't overpower Penguin. <laughs> Like, you know, if he has a knife to, uh, holding over her head, like, it's, like, kind of laughing. I thought she might have headbutt him or whatever, but okay. Um, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Do, do you disagree? I was going to say, disagree maybe she was because mal- she has a fighter. Mm-hmm. She has a fighter's physique. You don't have to look like Jason Momoa to overpower Penguin, who doesn't fight. He just shoots things. Well, and he can barely walk. It's not like he's lifting weights. No, I was going to say, like, I, I would have thought that, like, she would have, like... 
like he the way he was like he was like I have a knife mwahaha say goodbye to Butch I felt that in that time space she would have like headbutted oh you felt that she could like disarm him yeah I felt that she could have yeah easily yeah she could have say hello to Butch oh and Maroney too and we have to like totally support Barbara's storyline the woman that no one cares about. Well, that's the thing too. Yeah, I mean, they, they kind of prop up, and I, and I was I was really trying to get into this last last season with the whole you know you have the power of Rachel Ghoul malarkey. Oh, is that like I feel that this show tries to have Barbara be set upon as this sort of like I don't know like icon of 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 badass womanhood. Fuck that out too. And I think and and like fridging Tapitha for her sake. Like it's it's a which is a really bad trope in and of itself. I mean, it was cool. Yep. That, it was cool that like they did that to Butch for Tabitha, because you don't necessarily see that all the time, and you were expecting that. But like, yeah. going right back to like, oh, this is actually Barbara's story. Um, yeah, it's just and and honestly, like as and honestly, if we're being brutal with ourselves and these characters, when when they're being kind of reduced to let's put the whole Butch and Tabitha thing behind us, that is kind of them just shooing them away in the background because they weren't wholly necessary characters, but at the same time, people don't talk like that in real life. I mean, the big was a douche so he could, but like, um, it is kind of the show saying, <laughs> what do you think Barbara was going to say? <laughs> well, yeah, it's, 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 it's just, uh... it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's like, the, it's a show telling us that, um, I don't know, like, um, what I was expecting really. Cause, cause I felt that like, um, yeah, there's no reason. I, I don't, I didn't see a reason why either Barbara or Tabitha were still in the show. So it didn't surprise me when Iota that she did die, but it was sort of like, well, the show's not really making this to be... I, I guess at this point, I'm kind of burnt out on expectations that... I, I agree with everything Jan is saying. It just didn't rile up as many emotions. And I, I'm saying somebody who's like lusted after the actress the, the entire show. <laughs> at this point, I, I, I was like, sure. She, like, 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 sure. so... Uh, okay. <sighs> I I knew in my heart of hearts that something was most likely going to happen to her. I just didn't expect it to be in the first episode. Uh-huh. Like, that's what got me. I guess they're just like, okay, well, we don't need to write her anymore. Boom, gone. And I'm just sitting here like, oh, this would have been so much better if she was around. And, like, like she doesn't go to check up on Selena or anything. Like, That's there's right. so much stuff they could have. Well, I guess because they got cut for time or whatever. JK, they just don't care. Um, well, but there's so much they could have done. That was one of my theories there because was... of the episode counts. What? That was one of my theories, actually, was that because of the episode count that they that they rushed it. Yeah. But the point is, there was, like, so much there was left to explore with her before the show ended. Like, she could have just lived on, basically. I think you could have killed off Tabitha, but it could have been in a way which kind of spoke to like the show's continuity. Like she's she's been in the show like since season two, so she's a long running character. So if you're gonna, yeah. it, and it, it goes like you're right when the, when she dies, it all goes like oh no, how's Barbara going to feel about this? It's it's not like you know. Yeah, they character. pan right over. She just walks and she's like no, and I'm just like she was. My, I mean, and my least favorite thing about that was oh, I don't care. Her, her I'm last realizing words, something now too. Well, her her last words are that would have been, and I, I, don't, I don't like that at all. I, I really did not like that. You, you know, would have been more emotional too. Is like okay, so Selena has her suicide attempt because she's you know uh, uh, trying again. to deal with life without her legs. If she would have found out. Right before, like the suicide attempt, like oh, we just got word, like Tabitha's dead. 
that that would have been like Selena's breaking point too. Like Tabitha's dead. And if I would have had my legs, I could have been there to help her. That would have, that would have been nice to get like Selena's reaction. I'm, I'm the, the, that, that's the but Josh, there'd be no time for the witch. The witch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one of my favorite, when I first like heard that Tabitha was dying, I was like, wait, already because i felt like in the season finale they like set up yeah, this revenge. whole thing like T- tabitha yeah. versus penguin revenge and then like yes first season nope so and i'm i'm guessing that that was what their AKA plan was because when they versus penguin again yeah well also well, that, that, guessing... that, that made barbara so be- no, so mad to like you know okay that's it i'm going to kill every man i see which they completely erased in this episode like you know, <laughs> they please probably leave my saw house. the reaction to that yeah like yeah. And, and they can buy um, time in there, but that's well, how they and, get their money. And and Barbara like and their leading the, the League of Assassins. She's like, not they're stupid. Like, the League of Assassins is at like Tabitha's funeral, but you, you would never know that season four happened. Like, yeah, she doesn't send any of her like, friends Barbara... to help Tabitha out. Like, like make sure that she knows she doesn't go off half cocked or like you no, know, stay on, t- watch Tabitha and tell me where she goes. Like, there's none of that. Like. They're they're like you don't see them until the final you know when when Aaron Richards is screaming in our faces. It's like, oh yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I will rip his beak off. I am the demon said. So you sons of it. Please stop saying that quote. I hate it. <laughs> Josh, why do you hate me? <laughs> I, we're supposed to be friends, and you're sitting here saying things to like purposely hurt um. me. But so when they wrote that scene with Butch dying and like Penguin and Tabitha, like, oh, we're going to get each other next season. When they wrote and filmed that scene, they were probably intending on having like a 22 episode fifth season. And then, you know, they weren't sure if they were getting renewed. Then they were renewed. They were told 10 episodes. They were eventually given 12, but like they were initially told 10. So I'm thinking that once they found out that they had 10 episodes to basically end the series, not just like for a season but to like literally end the series they decided to clear the decks and that that's why tabitha was killed in the first episode out either that or like the fact that like jessica lucas said you know what i'm i'm doing one more episode and that's it so well, let's well, end my storyline because, because if we're being like i like, don't feel like she would only do one more episode though yeah i, mean, I don't I, mean, I don't know because last doing. year they kept her out of so many things until the very end where um penguin's plan came into fruition and then it like elevated her to like another level of character yeah which was amazing and then they fucking do this shit <laughs> I, I think it was i think it was just the writers and the producers realizing we have at what they thought was 10 episodes at the time to end the series so she's not a major bad they just dis- so, 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 yeah so they the, decide like to clear the, clear the decks and and also there are to do so something many other to people they could have just removed from the show. Well, also I mean, it reminds I, me of like like uh, like Mr. Penn. What are, what's her name? Uh, Tess Mercer in Smallville. Like they kill her off in the finale, right? Because she was like yeah. not a major Superman character. That was a finale, though, not the f- opening. Was the premiere that's of this true. last season? Well, and that's I think true. that's why they did this too. They basically make the opening like to give the opening something shocking. So it accomplishes two things. You know, it gives you something shocking for the opener of the season and it clears the decks for the rest and then there gave you for- one thing it was not shocking it was obnoxious <laughs> I, was <shocked>. <laughs> <laughs> I was not shocked i was just sitting there like oh god really not like oh my god they killed no 
No, because honestly, everything was undercut by the sh- like when they um, pan the camera over to freaking Babs, and I was just like, "Wow, okay, I see why they did this." You know, I, I do. Like, have I wasn't to thinking say... like, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, poor Tabitha." I was thinking, "Really, you're doing their Babs plot again?" As, as much as you don't like Babs, I do have to say my favorite shot of the entire episode is when like. Babs has that I'm going to kill you face and Penguin turns and looks at her and sees that she's there and Penguin's face changes to oh shit like run like, let's go <laughs> yeah and he like runs away like <laughs> uh oh I'm in trouble like he does like like, like running in, back, in the same background from like Scooby Doo thing <laughs> <laughs> ha 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 I killed Tabitha uh uh, Penguin, you might want to turn around. What? What am I going to turn around and see? That when Barbara, I'd like to see her try So, Yikes! Well, I mean, I'll talk about Penguin in a little bit, but, like, I think uh, it just to kind of, like, like uh, finalize the whole Tabitha scene, it, to me, it's not so much killing Tabitha, because I, I just never expected her to, like, you know, make it to, like, the, the, like, the finale exactly, but it is the, the, the instant, like, you know, Oh no, poor Babs thing. And Babs like she is not a sympathetic character, and Tabitha was she more is sympathetic. Not. That it does yes, it, it it just goes back to that kind of like disingenuous sort of, you know, oh her best <laughs> black it friend is, is dead, now now we'll feel bad for her. It's like uh, this is not great. It is weird that Tabitha's the sympathetic character when you go back to season two where like Yeah, because she's had all of that character growth over this over two. She was going to sacrifice a little boy to a cult. (laughs) Yeah, she killed an old lady. That's what she was raised to believe. She Uh, thought that everything she was doing was fine because it was for her family, until her family betrayed her and gave her the first eye-opening experience, which allowed her to move out and go for herself. Except she didn't know how to do that until you know her relationship with Butch and Babs like Babs like was the um the parallel with her family that she was used to which she was safe with which she kept going back to and then Butch was like actual freedom like I'm here to support you we should leave we should do what we want to do we shouldn't listen to her she shouldn't be telling you what to do you're strong you're beautiful you're smart you're amazing I will be your number two, and that didn't happen because. Yeah. Well, I don't. I, don't, I mean, I don't know how. I, I, I'm right there with you. Like, I I feel sympathy for Tabitha, and like she I was grew. emotionally connected. Yeah, I was I was emotionally connected to her, but it, it is weird to think like, oh yeah, when 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 she was first on the show, she was this like heartless yeah. killer. Well, who, I don't like, I don't I don't know how sympathetic she became over the season, but I do agree that like Butch did tell her, you know. You don't need anybody else, you know. Although I'd like to be with you, uh, you, you he didn't encourage her to, to solo out, and that, that that's that I do remember. I'm not going to contest yeah, much more because um, I feel like her as a character needed someone to tell her, and also I'm not saying that she needed permission, but I do believe that she needed to hear that she had permission to do something else. Because sometimes you don't think about it until someone tells you something. You know what I mean? It's like someone tells me, like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Brings the idea to her. Yeah. yeah. He implanted the seed that helped her grow, which she really needed. Um, what was the other thing? And also, I feel like it would have been better if, like, it wasn't an immediate cut there. I mean, I understand why they did it. 
Um, they were trying to get that um, story across super fast, but if like Babs came a little bit later and then just found the body laying there or something, that would yeah. have been better for me because that would have been like the gravitas of like, oh my god, she's actually dead, and that would have like gave us a focus on her specifically versus just shifting to like, oh, it's Babs and Penguin, and then we're just gonna forget all this stuff. I agree. That, that would have been a lot like, better. That felt really uh, disrespectful to the character. And it, it just makes me feel like they honestly didn't care about her. I just see that this show, this show cares more about... I think it's the show cares more about Aaron Richards more than anything else. So, so, I so love it's, it's, Aaron Richards. I think she's amazing, but the character is a piece of shit. Yeah, it's, it's like... We, the, I don't know if the audience that cares that much about Barbara King as a character, but the show clearly I loves do. Aaron Richards. <laughs> kind of like how, the, how Smallville loved Chris and Crook, that they put her over. So it's like, we must follow Barbara's journey. Barbara, like, like whatever. Barbara's gonna end the show just like Kristen Kruger Every season, she has no character development. She has no change. The only thing she changed was from being like scared in her apartment to like trying to murder everybody. But she still has the same exact like attitude she had at the beginning of the series as she does at the end. Even when she had superpowers, like Rachel goes like, "You didn't do anything with my powers. I'm the queen of this, you know, suburb or whatever." And it's like, okay, give me the powers back now. Exactly. It's all like you can, um, yeah. So we can go take over the world. I I need to take over Gotham. I I am wondering if the backlash to like the to like what Barbara does at the end of season four was like so big that like they walked it back like so much here because the whole like, gonna... that was her final scene and like there's none yeah. of that in this. Yeah, I, the, yeah. The, the reason geez. they took it back is because they realized if they did that, there wasn't like a really. They'd have to hire more female actors. <laughs> well, oh, <laughs> take that. Because then they'd have to have like female liaisons to her for the food, versus having a man go in there, and then basically be at their whim. You know, th- I want to bring that up real quick. It's time to put, do it. Um, in this episode, uh. It's been no man's land for three for three months. They're they're, they're running low on supplies, ammunition, whatever. And I just I'm, I'm just want to say that I have a feeling this not it's this, this won't change. I you see you see it a little bit with the Lucius when you first see Lucius, like his sleeves are rolled up, he doesn't have his huh? blazer on, um, and you know his hair is a little longer. Generally, <laughs> generally speaking, though. I don't appreciate how, like, you know, oh, you know, these people need help. We need to help them. And you see how all these poor people, but Gordon and Bullock are like, like, all suited up and like their their buttons are all collared and they look fine. And Gordon's hair is so combed and he, he, he's he's cleanly shaved and like he doesn't look like he's worse for wear. Like, and everyone at, at Barbara's nightclub is all like, you know, fancy dressed. It's like there doesn't seem to be any like sort of like you know loss of power or anything. They they it, half the time. Well, the electricity still works. Sometimes, yeah. Well, it, it goes back and forth. I mean. I, I get the fact that it's 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 a development, um, like like over the course in the comic books, the nomads like they got worse and worse. But like, I don't appreciate the fact that like it doesn't look visually that the characters are going through much. I, I think they don't look like dead. Walking Dead. Yeah, G- G- Gordon looks fine, and, and, it's, and it's like Gordon's not necessarily rich. So who's cutting his hair? No I'm kidding. Huh. Um, <laughs> no, All right, bullet, like, cut me. I feel like. I feel like what they're trying to do is to also, um, for the police especially, kind of show that they're still like, they still have some semblance of control. And part of that is also looking clean. Because there are like, uh, 
I'm pretty sure they have like a laundromat or something somewhere. Although like the poor people aren't using it. Yeah, they don't tell them about that. <laughs> the way they, that they, they show like they is so confused pick the about people off the streets and they're actually poor though. The way that the show is so confused about what time period is, they probably have like those like washboards that they put their clothes in. Wow. Well, that was nothing. <laughs> but they have they have the flip phones. I'm pretty sure they have the the coin operator. I, I know. Well, well Gordon oh, this, does this say that, like you know, so... most of the people who weren't able to make it out were, were the you know the, the poor and unfortunate. So it, it, a majority of, of their refugees are the lower class. That's that's it's not just regular coffin people. That said, like, yeah. Um, Although you would think they would have like, well, I mean, that's not very. Uh, they could have like looted stores, clothes, but also I don't think it would have been translated well that they were actually poor visually. I just think that like a. Uh, you know, it wouldn't hurt to get Ben McKenzie out of that jacket and just have his whole rolling up his sleeves, like like Lucius wasn't in the first shot. Like a little <laughs> oh bit goes to look like Ryan from the OC. <laughs> Lucius, is, <laughs> he clearly didn't like pick it or anything. It looked crazy. Well, he's he's got that. I saw like the back of his head. He's got that like uh, that kind of cobra mohawk. I don't know what you call that. It's like it's like a halfway. Oh, it's almost a a, a mohawk, but it's not like a. It is. It is a long hair. Top of his hair is visually like longer, so you could tell he looks frazzled versus everyone else. (laughs) Gordon is immaculate. Gordon is like you know shining and glistening. We're out of we're out of supplies. I'm almost out of toothpaste. I'm down to my last three bottles of hair gel. My comb (laughs) is a little bendy. I only have six Armani suits left. Bullet six. I keep eating the rest. After that, I have to do my Versace suits. You know what that'll be like for me? Aren't you? Gordon, our plumbing system has been destroyed. Yeah, yours. I'm beginning to realize why you can't afford rent for a house. <laughs> Didn't we have this discussion before? But it's yeah. The, yeah like, I, I, which, which, by the way, at the red carpet thing, like I asked Ben McKenzie, I'm like, are we are we gonna get a home for you this season at all? And he got really really sad, and he said, oh, "No, there's oh. no homes for anyone. It's no man's land. There are no homes. I'm gonna end the show without a home. Can you believe that? What does it take? Like, I'll post the video um on Twitter or, or like, <laughs> and he fell to his knees and sobbed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the he's last like, "Come shot on." Of the show should be him walking to an apartment. He's hanging up his coat and is like, this is my home now. <laughs> and he just like cocks his gun waiting for someone to come in and take it from him. <laughs> you, you fade out to an explosion. <laughs> More tea, Finley. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so is he the butler? <laughs> Wait, what's happening? <laughs> Finley was Gordon's butler in the comics at his mansion. Oh, right, 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 right. Well, um... um Oh gosh! Like 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 uh uh what was I gonna say? Um, <laughs> we were talking. You were talking about everyone like looking. Yeah, because I, I remember looking looking their best. I remember like seeing. I, I I think that like it was like on the red carpet for like Deadpool two. Like McKenzie was with uh, Marina Baccarin, and he had a beard. And I was like, oh, it'd be really cool if like Gordon had a beard this season because like because because in, in the yeah. yeah or something like like just some some semblance that time has passed. But I really honestly, wish he had a mustache. The only character who looks like that three months have passed with with notable change is Nigma because his hair is like you know uh, Arkham City length Nigma or like you know Light from Death Note Nigma or, I don't know. And Lucius, he's, he's joining Lucius's a British boy band. His hair was definitely longer this time. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's true, Lucius too. And um, Harper's hair was Harper's hair. 
Her name is Harper, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she looks so cute with her little fro. I was just like, yes. This is what I missed. Jan Jan geeking out over people's hair. (laughs) No, it's it's really rare to see people wear their natural hair and to see Lucius's hair being all natural and like a little bit bigger. And then to see um, Harper with her hair like actually styled in a cute fashion with the curls was very nice versus seeing someone with like a weave or a blowout. Like like uh, Fish Mooney. <laughs> oh god, with that really bad wig. I don't remember what Harper's hair was last season. So it, it didn't jump out at me immediately. By the way, Jen, did you Her see hair was Twitter? like mine last season. Okay. Did you see on Twitter that uh, her and Alvarez posted a selfie together said, who wants an Alvarez Harper spinoff? And I was like, ha! Huh. And Jan called me crazy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> That's right. Um, well, like, and when I watch Walking Dead, like the characters on Walking Dead are really, really dirty and their hair is like unkempt to the point where like every time I see a Walking Dead actor at a convention – my 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 first thought is always, wow, they look so clean. They've actually like bathed. And there's like an episode of Walking Dead um, where uh, Michonne, it she has like a dream about like before like the zombie apocalypse, and yeah. she's like she looks like she's in like nice clothes. She's talking with her brothers and and her husband, and like her voice is different and like she like her body language is different to the point where i thought i was watching a commercial i didn't realize that like walking <laughs> that like walking dead was back on um and it's funny because like, she's actually I, like, her head's shaved in real life <laughs> yeah well well yeah but it was like yeah her hair was different and her like body language is different and her skin was clean so gotham can and be that I now her in black panther and was all like who this oh yes yeah one thing that i did like that they that I thought that they pulled off with No Man's Land because I know we've been mostly negative so far, but I I will say this um, is I felt like they got the desperation down because that was one thing. Like when I reread yeah. the comics last summer, um, I liked the first arc where like you just see the desperation of everyone in this like post apocalyptic world, and um, I like that the whole like you know okay we're cutting down the rations again we already cut them down we'll cut them again okay. And uh, just not me, though. Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I seriously said that that, that, that they, they are it, it, they are going towards the no man's land um, uh, uh, feeling of desperation. Yeah. And 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 I was very nervous about how they would do that last year when they were like, okay, the government's closed for no reason, and Lucius <laughs> is like, good news, I have all of Jeremiah's batteries that like he can rig to explode at any moment. <laughs> And I was he like, wait, he so th- unrigged them. Yeah, I know. But it's like, <sighs> I, I, I still think that that's stupid. Like, <sighs> this is Jeremiah Valeska we're talking about. Like, there could be like some magic. And this isn't based on any spoilers or anything like that. This is just like my feelings on it is like, you know, I, I feel like <sighs> it's really, really stupid to have like these bombs all over the city that like. Jeremiah built, and he possibly has a way one, of rerigging. One thing I can so. kind of add to like the point of like desperation is that at the end, Bullock says, "You know, you could have shot Penguin." He's like, "Yeah, the thought crossed my mind." He's like, "You know, th- let me tell you how this game plays. You, you, you win or you die. Next time, shoot to kill." That's yes. That was Gordon. That, that was one of a major like a uh, 
think. Well, I mean, like, because there, there was there were characters in the comic books that would like say Gordon's too soft. He doesn't know how to how to live in the no man's land. And it wasn't so much that this scene was from the comics, but like the feeling was there of like what is Gordon willing to do and not willing to do because no man's land strips you down to your basic the basic bones of who you are as a person. I thought that was a good dialogue scene. And it makes sense that Bullock would be the one to advocate for that because penguin. <laughs> but like, uh, people were like low on bullets, so like every shot at the council. I do like when Gordon fighting the scarecrow. He's like, "Am I worth your bullets, Captain Gordon?" No, I guess not. <laughs> so we're gonna do this old fashioned way, and like Gordon takes like a lead pipe. I <laughs> mean, that crowbar a lead pipe like, in the boiler room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I like that. The whole, like, I will people, say this like, one thing. stealing raiding supplies, you know, not wanting to waste the Amazon. That, that was no man's land. And I really, in the face of all of this, like, you know, people are wearing Armani suits and Tabitha's dead and uh-huh. was it the right decision? I, what I don't want to get lost is that I feel like they did no man's land justice, which was my biggest fear. For now. I will say, though, um, in reference to the whole uh, cleanliness thing, it's three months. They still have power. They still have running water. I suppose. Um, I, I feel that, that, that like, when I first saw Lucius, it's like, okay, yeah, this, you know, this is time has passed. And I, because I, Gordon, is, he's a captain of the, G, the GCPD. And, like, you know. GCPD! Yeah. Yes. Uh, His superhero name. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Captain GCPD. Like, uh, I just Literal feel that like that there. I, I, I didn't necessarily have a scene with an eye patch or anything like that, but like you know, Ben McKenzie's a very small. <laughs> that would have been dude. hilarious. Gordon had an eye patch for no reason. <laughs> Call me Deathstroke, the Terminator. Um, I don't. I don't know. I, I think that like uh, like the fact that like I mean, when you wear a full suit, a full tailored suit with like a tie, and you button everything up and put a blazer on. You get warm really fast, and like it, it's like it, there's no reason for him to do that. And I think that like uh, 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 Jan, your point about they they're putting on a, a face of authority that you know that the police are still reliable. How you recognize them, it mm-hmm. is a point. But kind of like how the whole the Bush thing. Well, maybe he misses his penis or whatever. Like I kind of wish if that, that 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 makes sense. I wish it would have said that then. That's just my thing. They but. said that several times with the whole light thing. Um, when he was having a discussion with Bullock, he was talking about like, yeah, we need to show them. And then even when they end it, we're here to show them that we're, there's hope. We are here to go get them and then like suit up. You know, it was the whole point of like the driving home point of their purpose in Gotham. And as for like that being really hot to be having all that stuff, honestly, when you wear that much clothes regularly, your body acclimates. Oh, wow. come on. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't I know about that. Uniform. I do know about that. But, like, when, when, like, when, like, the, I don't know if it's much like they're lost, they're low on power, you know, the stress of, like, the, the refugees and that kind of stuff, all, you know, the human condition going through the government shutting down on them. I don't know that butting yourself, you know, from, from, like, your wrist lengths to your, to your neck and all that kind of stuff is something you're going to, like, knock off. I mean, again, like, it, I, I would have liked it if, if the, the show, demonstrated that like oh no we thought about this you know they're not doing it for no goddamn reason so but that's me that's i'm, I'm just one man lost in this show yeah well they didn't say the um the appearance of them but they did state that like i mean he has to go up there he has to be a public face for them 
And then it's like, yeah, this light is a hope in the darkness. And it reminds me of why I'm here. And it gives me, it reminds me of the hope that I need to give other people. Like he had that discussion with Bruce right there at the light. He didn't have to say like, that's why I dress up. That's why I button up all my buttons and like put on cufflinks. And comb my hair out of <laughs> the city of gel i mean it, i don't feel like that needs to be like stated i can understand i mean i honestly would have liked if he had like less hair gel his hair looked a little bit more disheveled and he did have his uh sleeves rolled up and had a five o'clock shadow i would have loved that but also it's an on the other hand it's kind of like he's putting all this this is how he dresses Every day he wears the suit, <laughs> he fixes his hair and he's trying to give a consistent um, visual to the uh, the refugees. It's kind of like, well, he's still shaving. So we're, we've still got supplies, which implies to them like, like, like the refugees because they're whole like, you know, oh, you guys are keeping it all for yourself. I like look at Gordon. Look how nice he is. You guys are clearly not as desperate as we are. Like they could have pointed that out to comedic effect. Um, so maybe they did. Yeah. Well, that's why they were arguing that the police. No, yeah, I, I know. Like, like, like maybe that, maybe that would have been implicit. Um, but I don't. I, I, I did not get the sense that the show thought about that in that way, in terms of in terms of appearance. I mean, but it just makes sense that they. I, I like that touch. At least forgetting that the people more were getting because unruly. of how they look too. Mm-hmm. Without doing the throwaway line, I don't know. Yeah, I like that touch of the people getting unruly, the desperation of no man's land, and it breaking people down. Like that's what I was hoping that the show would, would like play with this season. And by the way, this episode was called, um, let me just pull up to make sure I got it right. Yeah. Year zero. So everyone's like, Ooh, they're adapting the zero year. And like we said, like last year, they're just using the name. This then of course, like, <laughs> no, this has nothing to do with like the zero year comic with like Riddler and the red hood gang. And uh, that would be amazing if they Bruce. did like, but Ed, but Ed, we'll get to that. Yeah, no, no Bruce flipping off uh, the Red Hood gang and stuff. That's what I remember from that story more than anything else. Um, but what next? What next? Uh, well, let's see. I mean, there's um, uh, uh, we can go over all the characters. There's uh, we don't know how Riddler's see, we, alive. I mean, I mean, we we can guess. Well, Where's Strange you? did something to him. My one of my theories like when i first saw this and um i've i since realized that the show would not be crazy enough to do this or would it is um wait a second we haven't seen lee yet what if he's blocking out at night because whatever strange did to him at night Corey michael smith turns in the marina baccarin <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i do the things i do peabody it's just the way i am peabody's been dead for years sir oh yeah Peng- penguin like yells i told you to fix them not to combine their bodies it was the only way they can survive too many internal organs were pierced but together they have enough internal organs to keep the other alive but I added in some werewolf blood so that, you know, at the stroke of midnight, you know, he'll turn into Lee and he'll turn into so-and-so. Whatever. Just go with it, okay? It's the final season. We're just along for the ride. (laughs) Is it Basically. (laughs) He, like, wakes up in, like, a dumpster, like, oh, where am I? And, like, Gordon, like, wakes up with him. Get out of my house! I'm the only homeless dumpster sleeping guy here. Scram! <laughs> well, I mean, like, if, if you were turning to, if you were turning to leave, so they, long they, to make they could never that be joke together. ever since I saw that scene. 
Good morning, sunshine. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's a living. <laughs> I cannot deal with you. But uh, what do we have to say about? I mean, I mean, it's it's a mystery. It's like who? It's, it's like the eighth doctor. It's like who am I? Or like what? What have I done to myself? That kind of thing. The eighth doctor. Yeah, and the doctor. The American one. Yeah, yeah, in that movie, he he does a whole dramatic "Who am I?" kind of thing that Riddler did, or what did I do to myself? Oh, okay. I mean, his hair was ridiculous. <laughs> Both of them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It never looks like he's ready to join like um, a British pop boy band. <laughs> he looks like the manga version of himself. Like, like it, it, which actually, if you read, because this is out in bookstores now. If you read like Batman and the Justice League, which is a manga by I forget the artist's name, like like. Everyone, he looks like the bishy version of himself, like, 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 with like long Beesh. hair. Bishy, there you go. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I'm wondering. I'm, I'm sure the the, uh, the fans on Tumblr uh, would appreciate. And not not trying to be disparaging. He just looks like that kind of like anime version of uh, the characters in fan art. Sometimes you need to be anime. Why you got to judge him? He's just living his best extra life. Anime life is the high life. Yeah, I don't have that much to say about his plot. That was kind of like, oh, okay, enigma scene of him, like, not knowing who he is. and Oh, he did know who he was. Well, I mean, like, oh, it was, here's the thing here? that what gets me doing? that I it's, really love about it. Though. I'm tired of him trying to figure himself out. No, he figured himself out. He doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know what he's doing at night or yes, during but this the is, day. There's or a difference this time. I can't waste. He's the Riddler, and Ed is with him. So we don't know what Ed is doing. It's not the other way around. So you think that the Riddler is like the one we're seeing, and Ed is the one we're not seeing? Well, that's that's what he says in this episode, too. Uh He's like, I know you're doing this, Ed. And he keeps yelling, like, at the beginning, it was the Riddler tormenting Ed by leaving puzzles everywhere. And now it's Ed tormenting the Riddler, but not leaving any clues and Riddler believes he's the smarter one he's the he more confident the one so now we're getting to see the tables being turned we literally saw the same plot in the Ford Focus commercials two years ago <laughs> wait a minute there's been CCTV footage of me driving what kind of car is that <laughs> a Ford Focus <laughs> it's a <Ford> <laughs> Oh my gosh, you guys! <laughs> I, I I mean, but the, I, I no, know but that, that that was like still the Riddler. It, but like, I'm, I'm tired of just the variations of like Riddler doesn't know what Ed's doing. Ed doesn't know what Riddler's doing. He's this this. He's... It, it, when I first saw this, yeah, it it felt like a retreat. Um, did you think it, did you think it was like too familiar, Jan? I just like that it was backwards. I just like that he woke in the dumpster because I was like, I can make a homeless, <laughs> co- I can make a homeless cop joke here. And I waited very patiently to say it. And it didn't land the way I wanted it to, but that's Aww. okay. <laughs> I guess we could talk about Selena and the witch. The witch. The witch. <laughs> that got so many laughs at like, the Pally Center premiere, and I don't think it was supposed to. But I was so glad it did because I felt like that was the stupidest like line. of Because I, I was watching this episode, I'm like, man, they're really doing a good job with this no man's... Oh, okay, there's a magic witch. Great. Uh and then, like, Ivy. Ivy? Well, what was the last time we saw Ivy? Like, 
That was last, was that last season? It's I it th- th- there's a th- there's stuff out there that Ivy's in the next episode and like you know w- b- between the promos and the stuff out there and like the screeners like I mean it's it's I mean, she it's brought semi, Selena back from the dead once yeah. already. It's it's basically semi confirmed that it's Ivy, yeah. So I'll I mean I'm I'm comfortable saying that if June wants to put that out there. I feel like it is. Like that's yeah. See only it, the, the, without the having to like hire some whole new rando. <laughs> it's Ivy, who will now be played by Brie Larson. Jesus Christ. She flies <laughs> in on with her Marvel uniform because she's just like to she's in the middle of shooting the other thing. She's like, Yes, here are some plants. Ha ha Make it fast. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and sue us, Disney. It's our last season. I dare you. Like <laughs> Disney's like, do we own Fox now? I, I don't even know anymore. Like, I mean, there would be like more more Poison Ivy's in a single se- series than like there are doctors in the modern Doctor Who. <laughs> yes, I actually had to. Spend, it like, it is painless in the next episode. They, the the like, cast scenes confirmed. What uh, did you say, Jan? I had to spend like five minutes explaining to someone why they uh, recast her three t- like twice, and I was like, "Well, the first time they just wanted to be perverts, and the second time they actually wanted better acting." When they wrapped the series and they did like um, a rap party, they had the first boys and Ivy like come to the party, and like she's like grown now, and I was like, "Oh, that's nice that they invited her." You're so tall now. And you don't look like a beast. What was your name? Um, Claire Foley? Claire, Claire. Foley? <laughs> hey, let, let's order another few episodes just so we can, like, recast you again. <laughs> it's been millions of dollars. For the, oh, yeah, she is. She, yeah, she is older. I see her now. She's, yeah, she's, the, same age, she's <laughs> the same age as uh, Davia Mazow's. Link? Uh, I, just, I just Googled her. You can kind of see, like, immediately, like, a... Uh, well, and there was like pictures of her at the rap party, and I was like, "Oh yeah, she does look strikingly older now." But like that makes sense because we haven't seen her since season three. Yeah, I guess like, yeah. She, she had her growth spurt, like because like, she looked the same to me until like, season three. It's like she had her growth spurt like right after. Did she mean yeah, season she, two? No, she was she's season at three. the very beginning of season three when she like says like to finish, "I'm gonna tell on you." Oh and, right, like, right. In her bumblebee outfit. It would have been cool if they if there was like a moment where like Ivy's was on like a vision like quest or something, and she like she sees like a version of herself, and it's like Claire Foley, and then um, another one who's uh, uh, Maggie Gaya. But yeah, they can't do Claire Foley anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you would have looked like if you didn't go through so many spurts. Hair is long. Um, I would like to see her stay on the sh- on the show if she was going to like. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I, I do remember our conversations on her, like, acting proficiency, but, like, it would have been cool to have the final season be, like, you know, the kids have all grown up, like Degrassi or something. <laughs> but speaking like, of she the suddenly kids, reverts to her original form. <laughs> Once Bruce, like, removes, like, the stone from the sword or something, and <laughs> you did it, Bruce, the spell is broken. She's like a Digimon. Back- <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not back- and, like, Tabitha's like, and I am alive. And Gertrude Cobblepaws, and so am I. And Tabitha's like, I'm sorry I killed you. Oh, it's okay. Come, let's have some Greek food. (laughs) And And then she hugs her, and then she stabs her in the throat. Good, because I hated that character's voice. (laughs) And Thomas and Martha were like... No, I meant like the the mom stabs Tabitha in the throat, and we're just like, okay, fair is fair. (laughs) Na, 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 na. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then Gordon's like, what are you going to do? Uh, I ain't touching that. <laughs> that is like Babs in a nutshell. That's all she does is yell about killing people that she doesn't actually kill. <laughs> Babs is like at the Sirens Club, like looking through her telescope, like, ah, so the penguin swerve thinks he's going to steal a helicopter. Well, he's about to hear from me. Fanster, make me a monster. So if I'm if I'm thinking about this correctly, they see the helicopter and then uh, Tabitha shoots it down and then expects. Uh, I thought that the low boy shot it down. Did they? The, the show was never. Exp- the show no, was think- never explicit on, on who did it, but I think it was the low boys. I feel like she shot it down and it landed in low boys territory. And then that drew somehow penguin out of his home. Cause what other reason would she have to be there? Well, she knew it was, there's a scene of like penguin and he's like, wait, what's that noise? And it's the helicopter. And then like, isn't there like a similar scene at the sirens club where they're like, wait, what's that noise? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. but why would she go by herself versus with without a group? Like Penguin went like <laughs> because, fully because, armed because it's a plot hole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like that, there's no reason for that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, I don't know. Tab, Tab, Tabitha's like, okay, Babs, you know, I'll I'll order the Uber and let you know when it's here. And like, she like went without her. I don't know. Maybe she thought that Barbara would try and talk her out of it. So she went. So she went I mean, on her own. Also and then... snuck over there. So like, it's not like you know, there was people were paying attention to like security exactly. Yeah, like, if I had I... to guess, just thinking out loud, I'd say that Tabitha went on her own because she knew that Barbara would talk her out of it. And when Barbara realized, hey, where Tabitha go? She like suspected and went after her there. Yeah, because they if... didn't need any supplies. If Tabitha had that rocket launcher, she could have just shot City Hall like like Zaz did to Babs headquarters last year. True. How have we not talked about Penguin's dog yet? I've been waiting for you to talk about that. We haven't gotten to Penguin's storyline yet. It's all Penguin's storyline. I'll start off with yeah. Penguin because I thought that like uh, – you know, yeah, okay, yeah, he, he kills Tabitha and he, we don't like how that was written. But I thought in terms of characterization, this is the Penguin. Not that he wasn't so much but like – after not seeing the show for so long, I'm like, wow, they, they, this is the character that, like, there's no more room for him to grow. I think that he's, you know, aside from, like, you know, on There hasn't been room for him to grow for a good while now. Like, you were at the yes. end of the, the last episode, you were like, yeah, this is, he's he's there. He's mm-hmm. killing Butch. When he, when he killed Butch. And then you said, like, it a couple of times, like, yeah, no, he's there. Wait, no, no, now he's there. Now he's there. It's like, for you, he's like an ever-growing closer to whoever he's supposed to be. And in my opinion, I kind of feel like we're just seeing different aspects that help define who he is versus him growing and becoming who he is. Because I've always felt that, like, after, like, even in season one, I mean, he had to grow, like, the backbone, but he was definitely already Penguin. You, oh, I forgot. It's he just was that he did, yeah, but he was still conniving, and he was still building his uh, his empire, like, very slowly. Like, he's, he's a man with, like, um, he's a brain, and he was constantly using his brain to manipulate people. And even though he was conniving, he was also a survivor. So he was using his um, uh, 
words. He was using his personality to his own advantage because people knew him as also being like, you know, uh, a coward too. And then they all, and they kept underestimating him because he was so cowardly. Like, oh God, he's just going to bend and then whatever. I mean, he was just the umbrella boy. Well, um, uh, what was I going to say? This is your fault. Um, what I liked about this was that, um, he was, he's doing the same thing that Penguin did in the comics and that like, you know, oh, people, sir, people need the supplies over this one person fell over from starvation. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Penn, but I can't, you know, spare anything. Ah, it's overcooked. And like, just being basically just, just a douchebag. I mean, and, and you're right. Yeah. yeah. I, I've gone on this before. This, this is not necessarily extremely new, but I thought that like, um, I mean, he's just remember? being so bougie. Well, do you remember like in season one where he was so popular that like people were like, what if the penguin is actually the Joker? Like that's how. Oh, what? Oh yeah, that was a huge thing in season one. Yeah. No, I don't remember. You forget I came in on season three. You remember that one, right, Josh? I do, and it's funny because I was like looking at old articles on uh, Twitter the other day, and like everyone, like you know how like everyone was going to be Harley Quinn, everyone was also going to be the Joker. I forgot about that too because I actually saw an article. What if they make Barbara Keen the Joker? And I'm like, what? What? Was that real? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was an article. <laughs> I am so glad that they made the Joker the way that they did, because yeah. Cameron Monaghan does things to me. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is rated 18 enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I feel that, like, that like uh, he was a standout in season one. Like, he was the character. Uh, I remember telling him about that in, in, the, in Comic-Con before season two. And I remember, because it was, it was kind of like people wanting Chloe to be Lois Lane in Smallville. Uh, the Smallville connections never end. People still did that even after like Lois like went on the show. They were like, "Oh, Chloe's still going to become Lois, even though Lois is already a character." Well, it's like fans are weird. I, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm happy that like, uh, we were, we were, we were, you know, we've come to this point where like, you know, it, it was for me the char- for the for the character. I think everything that he went through was worth it. Um, it's kind of like seeing um, Daredevil and Bullseye fight in season three. It's like, ah, yes, we've been waiting so long for this. Like, I really and then feel it got canceled. <laughs> Yeah. But there is a Punisher season two. Yeah, I'm trailer for that. Too. January 18th, <laughs> and I'm sure that there'll be a season three. <laughs> Probably not. Um, I, I I I like That's the thing one of this, I, and he's he's uh, I think that he's very very uh, well realized. And you're, no, you're right. I haven't said that a lot, but I, but I I think that that to the it's one of the best it's parts of Gotham. the show, though. Yeah, I think, I think it's one of Gotham's greatest achievements. Uh, yeah, him. Penguin is is like their baby. Like, he is ridiculous. He is very... Here's the thing. Like, he does things you're like, oh my gosh, I can't stand this. It's like, yes, he's overdramatic, but this is a guy who loves opera in the comics. Like a loser. I mean, like, <laughs> drama is is totally a thing that he should be doing. The fact that he overreacts to things, um, he goes out of his way to be theatrical. The whole shooting Butch thing was so over the top that was so him i <laughs> he had butch become his roommate for like three months just so he can shoot him yeah he kept him close so he knew where he was and it was great he i love i love this episode how like penguins like ah 
Finally, in the pilot episode, Fish Mooney bashed my leg in with a baseball bat. And now, at long mast, <laughs> my leg is fixed, and it will never be heard again. JCBD! Um, yeah, basically. <laughs> Sorry, Oswald. I thought I saw Mario on. And that was leg. violent too. I mean, like, like, like the like the sound effects and like the zoom into like the bone bleeding out. And then Robert yep. Taylor's like 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 girlish. Ah! Like, <laughs> he's back at Rita Repulsa's palace again at, at the end. Like, I just had this fix. I'll Basically. get that Gordon Rangers. I'll get him that <laughs> Gordon Rangers. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I well, do like the it, fact that it, Gordon was like, yeah, I was never going to make that deal. I was just giving you a chance. <laughs> With my precious, precious gun. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. needed those supplies, though, for the six weeks. <laughs> what about uh, just... uh, uh, Bruce, you know? Oh, oh my... no, you, you, we got to let Jan talk about the dog. I've been waiting for Oh, this. sorry, go ahead. Dog was so cute. Such cute dogs. Dog's coach. Do you want pets? Pets, doggo. Name Ed. Edward. <laughs> oh, she's a good boy. Got the stakes. Wait. What if Strange made it so that Nigma is turning into the dog, and that's why we don't see them in the same place? So when he goes to sleep, the dog puts him in the dumpster the dog goes in the dumpster like to look for food then he wakes up as Corey michael smith this isn't manimal <laughs> or tequila I, and bonetti for, for any podcast listeners who, who think that i'm being serious i am not i don't honestly believe that that's what's happening but if it's they've been an... watching this if they've been listening to this podcast for the, like the last five years and they think you're serious they need to stop listening but leave us an iTunes review first. <laughs> <laughs> but what if he turns into the dog? <laughs> if you're if you're listening, if you're looking for a podcast, you know about critical discussion of Gotham and all that it means, um, listen elsewhere. This is just a bunch of frat people, you know, like joking about. Uh... <laughs> frat people. Yeah. When I look at Donovan, I see a frat boy. Now let's start bringing each other in, in crunchy Chug, cans. chug, chug. <laughs> um, what is it, though? Yeah, well, I mean, Penguin, needs, that some, Penguin needs something to love. Martine's gone, so, you know, he needs, uh, he needs something you... little. <laughs> you told me there was a dog. I thought you were joking. Oh, you really did? Yes, because you're like, where and she gets a dog. I was like, well, everybody knows I love dogs, so I guess he's just saying that. Because the only thing that would be better than Martine would be him having a dog. (laughs) Penguin's friends are like Jan's best friends. (laughs) (laughs) Are they? Well, if you named the dog Martine, I wonder how that uh, that Martine fan, online fan, would react. She loves the dog. She keeps on asking me if Martine's going to be in this season, and I'm oh, like, I, I, he's not. He's not. <laughs> wow, you made a friend for life, my friend. She, yeah, she, she's cool. She's. Uh, I don't think she listens to this, but if she does, hi, Caitlin. But no, she's, she's cool. We talk on Twitter. Um, I did. I did like the whole thing. I did like that he named the dog Edward because it was very. How he was trying to like separate 
himself from Ed and then also show that Ed is beneath him. Um, but also shows that like he still holds that grudge and he holds it deep. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> shut up. <laughs> he holds that grudge uh, against him and by naming something that listens to him and something that he can baby and speak down to also shows like Ed is a huge part of his life and apparently will always be because you keep a dog you have it for like 12 to 18 years that's a baby he he got a baby and named it ed what if barbara does something to the dog as revenge oh no no are the showrunners on the show and who would write that episode I don't think anyone would write an episode where they would hurt a dog but yeah like, that's the thing like, like no no one would no one would engender goodwill towards barbara after that Nobody. Yeah, you would you wouldn't be able to like write her as like Jim Gordon's wife or Barbara Gordon's mother after that if if they're still going in that direction. Which God, I hope not. But they probably been, will. That well, that's been teased in interviews because like they've been teasing if, that since the first season. There is um a promo for the season. Oh, they'll get back together. There's there's a promo with them kissing Jan. And well. <laughs> Were they smiling? <laughs> it was a, it was a Mad Hatter's plot. Now kiss him, Gordon. <laughs> no. no, no, Josh got it. Josh yeah, Penguin takes Penguin takes off the. Oh, bullets. hey! <laughs> that that was one of the things that we asked at Red Carpet because uh uh so so my Ben says to Ben McKenzie he says why on earth would you get involved with Barbara Keen again and Ben McKenzie says big mistakes. Big, big, big mistakes. Bad choices. Very bad choices. Yeah, I, I, I think that might be the actual code. It's, it's, it's on. Twitter, yeah, I so. watched it like a week ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Gordon makes bad choices. Um, do we have anything else from the episode to discuss? Oh, we haven't talked about Selena and her. Su- well, we kind of like alluded to her and her suicide attempt, but yeah, it, it is funny how like Alfred and like Selena were like leaving. It's like I'll find you, Master B. Optimus we'll also have to Kyle. talk about Bruce after that because he yeah. had a little bit of his own stuff. <laughs> Optimus Kyle and I leave here. I'll come back and I'll find you. Then, like this episode opens. Oh yeah, but then they didn't make it out on time. <laughs> they didn't make it, which yeah. makes sense because while they were leaving, mm-hmm. uh, it took them a while to get the bridges were full, and then you know they weren't on, like a motorcycle or anything. Weren't they going on a helicopter? Were they? I feel like she was about to go on the helicopter. It's it, it's been like eight months since I've seen the episode. I don't think. I feel like if there was like a helicopter, there was like the no in no out thing, wasn't there? Yeah, I don't know. It's a, they took too long saying goodbye. It was a van. Like, it was a van. I thought that they might have been going to a helicopter, but yeah, I'm, I'm I am remembering an ambulance. Either way, yeah, they took too long to say goodbye and like. Uh, <laughs> you're young and in love okay do not I'm talking about Sean Pertwee and Davide Mazals ma'am Selena was still in her coma when you're young and in love okay no I'm kidding (laughs) I thought that like her line about you know it's funny you know after all the the horrible things I've done over these five seasons I mean years um, what did me in was being your friend I thought that was was kind of like a low key sort of subtle uh, killing joke commentary you know, because like you know, the the whole thing about Be- what happened to Barbara Gordon 
in the comic books is like, you know, at the end of the day, it didn't matter that she was Batgirl, you know, she was a woman that Joker attached to get to Gordon and Batman. I thought, I, I got that she, vibe. She just happened to answer the door. Yeah, I got that vibe. And I, don't, I don't know if that was intentional of the writer, but like, I got, I got the sense of like, you know, you know, because people have brought that up. Um, I kind of feel like sometimes when they push lines in there, some of these people do actually read comics. Let's not go crazy. <laughs> I mean, maybe they could. I, I mean, David does. I mean, he might. He could have been like, "Hey, you know, it'd be really cool if we added this in." I think. Um, yeah, I think it was just something to add tension. I don't know if there was anything deliberate there. Also, Lucius reads comics, so like a couple of them do. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Chris Chalk is a legend. Al- Sean Pertwee, like, bragged to Don and I. He's like, did you know that Alfred's middle name in the comics was, like, uh, and I don't, I don't remember, Percy. like, Thaddeus or something. Like, do you remember that, Don? I do, and it was different than the one that uh, they gave Michael Caine in Dark Knight Rises. Because I remember yeah. when that came out, you put it on, online and said that was, that was wrong. Um, what, that is so nice. What did you guys think about her blaming Bruce for what happened to her? I thought that was mean, but that's... That that's Selena. She's lashing out. She's that's fair. She know. was in a shit ton of pain. I was surprised she didn't look half dead. <laughs> and when my dad us, came out of surgery over. and he was like, <laughs> when my dad came out of surgery, he'd been in that bed for like an like a night. I came in the next morning, and he was high on morphine. He did not look as nice as Selena did, or as lucid. Well, that was a thing, too. I mean, that's after she got the medication. And then she just straight up... (sighs) Did you guys get any of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm listening. Okay. And then she just straight up rolls over away from him. And I'm just staring at it like, I thought you were in pain? Like, you're not even drugged in this scene. (laughs) She's working through the pains to, like, make a point to him. She's like, I'm so salty. I'm going to, like, roll over painfully just to, like, show you how salty I am at you. Yeah, I, I I think the first time I saw that because I, I I rewatched it. Um, I think the first time I saw that I was like, ah, eh, I I don't want them to to build tension for Selena and Bruce with this last season. It, it feels like something that isn't isn't um it, it doesn't feel um like it fits for a final season, but like um it does make sense. And I thought that like uh C- Cameron's acting, which I'm not generally as high on as you guys are, was pretty good when she was like screaming at the end. Um. About, you know, not wanting to live anymore. I thought that was pretty uh, strong stuff. Well, first of all, I don't really understand how she managed to like fight them as hard as she did while she was already like. Isn't she already supposed to be on drugs? Like they got the supplies, they should have already like sedated her, not sedated her, but like given her something for the pain. And especially if it's like surgery for your back, and she's able to actually move. Like, she should be, like, sitting in the bed staring pointedly at the scalpel. Or it should have been pushed closer so that it was, like, actually within range. And then someone had to, like, push it out of the way or something. But she rolled herself onto the floor, crawled over there somehow without wincing, mind you. Like, she just dropped to the floor and she didn't, like, wince or anything. She just hit the floor, bloop. And then <laughs> somehow turns around to get to the cart to cut herself. I, I'm just like, I understand that a lot of this isn't realistic. 
You shut your lying mouth. But it like suffered from back pain. <laughs> Jan, Jan, it was implicit. No. <laughs> That's so mean. It was not implicit at all. <laughs> a lot of people actually suffer from back pain versus a lot of people suffering from not have like living in poor conditions with running food or running water and energy. We don't, we don't see how she actually did it. Like the scene like kind of cuts, so I don't know. Maybe she used other parts of her body. Well, she's only used her arms, and that's going to pull on. Like, you can, like, just move your arms up and down. You can feel the muscles it pulls in your back. That's true, yeah. And then uh, rolling and shifting your weight also puts pressure and takes pressure off of your back. Mm -hmm. I remember, like, um, Like people were, like, taking Getting your back jacked up. Body. It's not just your back and everything underneath it. It's your whole body. Mm Mm-hmm. I remember it's people one were t- big muscle in your back. That's why. I remember people were taking step photos of. Um, uh, it's not this episode, but like, there's like another episode where like Bruce and Selena are like fighting in the street with uh, the mutant leader gang, and like those like leaked all online, and people were saying, <gasps> "Spoiler: Selena's going to regain her mobility this season because I guess well, people thought, yeah, it's like." <laughs> I want to do that. Like people think that wasn't going to happen. I know. Like I uh, expected to be the way. Right now, right now I'm looking. Right now I look like uh, that one Pikachu meme where he's like all shocked. Like uh, right now, Selena is trending on Twitter as we speak, and it is it is from Gotham. Perfect. Uh, probably because um uh as we're recording this, the episode is airing right now, so they probably just saw the suicide scene. I think it's also because, like, like, like uh, I'm scrolling down. It is, it is from everything she's going through, and also I think Cameron being Condova's like live post on Instagram, or she's having something going on on Instagram. Oh wow! I'm looking at everything that's trending. It's Gotham, Oswald, Selena, Alexandria, or uh, Star <laughs> Surviving <Yeah>. R. Kelly. <laughs> I do and really ta- like and Tabitha. Tabitha's uh, trending. <laughs> she better be trending. You, uh, I never thought I'd see this day. <laughs> she was like. You guys remember all last season, I just wanted to see more of her and Butch. Because she was, like, and not only because I ship them, because I do, and I will ship them for life now that they are together again. Oh, um, no. But also because I wanted to see more of them because she was getting all that growth when she was with him. <laughs> A lot of people think, like, romantic relationships are overrated, but in this case, it was actually good for, like, character growth versus just being there for drama, which they tried to do. They tried to use that relationship as drama for um, Babra, Barbara. Someone, Babra. someone, someone put, uh, wait, is she really leaving Tabitha on, on the Siren's Desk Lounge? <laughs> <laughs> she, like, comes back there, like, the next day, like, why did anyone move this? Oh, my God. I'm looking at, like, uh, Gotham's Twitter account. They they have a they have a poll and it says is Tabitha going to be successful seeking revenge on the penguin and the and the choices are undoubtedly not a chance or it'll be a fair fight that's so mean that they put that it poll is up mean. That I'm is putting terrible. not a chance is the winner with a fifty five percent Barbara kissed Tabitha and I'm sobbing now hashtag Gotham at Gotham they really killed Tabitha a lot of else. people ship them really hard and I'm just sitting there like. She's just another Theo Gallivan for her. It's not a. It's not good. 
I yeah, I I, I she's I, not I, even I a good it. friend. Still, she's not because like because Tabitha's like I hate Tabitha's like no, we're not we're not doing this deal with Penguin, and Barbara's like shut up, we need supplies. Apparently, Jessica Lucas got a lead in another show. And that's what someone says. She, why she left the well, left Gotham? I'm not seeing that on IMDb or anything. Oh, I was about to go check. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if that's public and, uh, now that the show's out. The Bullets. murders. <laughs> it's the it's murders. A, it's it's a spinoff. It's her and like Drew Powell, like in the afterlife, like just reacting to things going on in Gotham. Like, she's a she's a police officer. She's a homicide detective. Oh, I were going to say homeless. She's not homeless. She's going to be a homeless cop. But yeah, she's um, the main character, and there are eight episodes of it. I don't know what what well, what I'll is be. this on. This and this was this was I'm seeing the news reports. This was announced October, so I guess she she got that role right after the finale. Aired, like, like I'm sure she was going to be be on the show longer, but maybe they had this had was the reason why they killed her from the first episode. Okay, that uh, would make you less angry. It's actually the Pikachu meme. Tabitha kills Oswald's mother, is the sister of a psychopath, and only continues his legacy. Constantly threatens lives in a blind following to Barbara. Oswald kills Butch and seemingly Tabitha. Everyone, myself included, and it's the Pikachu. Uh... <laughs> it's true though. At least that would have been my reaction if they didn't immediately cut to. <laughs> I think like, I found I'm, the- I'm telling you that one shot of them panning over to Barbara killed the entire emotional weight of the scene. And I'm looking at that shot right now as a gif. Her eyes are huge. Her eyes are gigantic. And the camera's like, don't you feel bad for Barbara Keen? And then like I, I shoot them the bird, double fisted. Basically, no one cares about Bar. Like so, somebody put a picture whole, of us. This whole episode is just going to be me bitching about Barbecue. Here's one thing we're not mentioning because they they, they they they. I'm looking at the Gotham story like Echo. It's spelled E C C O, not E C H O. Echo. Like, don't uh, forget about Jeremiah's. Echo. It's, it's spelled like the Sega video game about the dolphin, rather than. Well, I guess that's better <laughs> than doing E C H O because that is a red look. Side chick. Yes, it is. You're correct. Echo and Query. Yes. So putting two C's is better. Somebody put a picture of Squidward like looking very, very salty, and it says me watching Gotham after they killed off Tabitha. Someone's putting Same. A, a, a gif of, of Alfonso Rivera from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air wailing no, no, no at Gotham. <laughs> we should do this. Before. I'm loving looking at these live tweets. We should do this every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should. Barbara and Tabitha run the only area that is not running out of food and booze. Their power. And then someone put a bunch of Japanese school girls for some reason as a pick. (laughs) What the f- I just really, really... If they had did something more um, effective, like did an actual uh, polyamorous relationship between all three of them where Tabitha was actually in a relationship with both of them, or showed something like that it would have been way more interesting i would have been more invested in babs but it was just like babs and these two over here they could penguin could have killed off tabitha but it could have been done better i don't have a problem with like the fact that it happened but the way it happened like it it would have had more impact to me if he'd actually done it in front of her for some reason but i can also see now that you said that she's um 
a main on another series, which she is, and all eight episodes are listed on IMDb, so they might have already just shot him. So, so it's she not probably be like, like, a, like a Montoya and Alan thing, where like she's in four and then she just disappears. She's yeah, she's a, she's a main character. That's that's really awesome. And they just wrote her off. The I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad she landed. Yeah. Same. I was like, man, I hope. I really hope everybody on this show gets more work after it's over. Like I'm, I'm looking at David and um, Cameron, and I'm just looking. Uh, Bicondova. And I'm just like, yes, I hope they get more than just this because, you know, it's it's weird when you have child actors and you watch them grow up. It's like the Harry Potter kids. I cannot I cannot watch an Emma Watson film. All I see is like Hermione and I just want to punch her in the face. <laughs> I didn't see the end of that sentence coming. Um I remember oh, this, I like, hate fighting. I remember the second film, like Rupert Grint's voice had dropped so drastically between two years that <laughs> I was like, Wow <laughs> Ron's really hit puberty hard and then like the third film they're all they're all It's really dropped. weird. I love to look at Rupert Grint, but watching movies with him in it is so bizarre. And then watching I watched The Woman in Black with frickin' what's his name? Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, yeah, Daniel Radcliffe. And he has a son in there. And I was like, but you're like five. Yeah, he's like my age. Dan- uh, Rupert Grant has a television show on si- uh, on ne- Netflix called Sick, which is in its second yeah. season. I want to watch it so badly. Yeah, I've seen the trailer. I, I need to watch more things with him in it because I love his little ginger face. I'm looking at the different live tweeting that people are doing. <laughs> this is... Um, what do we all think about Bruce before we uh, close off talking about? Uh, I love it. Pretty? He had. His, like, I, I, I honestly, I honestly don't have that much to say about Bruce. You know, he like he he was all right this episode, but like he didn't do anything that made me be like, oh my gosh. Well, he's 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 literally dressed in a Batman costume with that. It's like he's he's dressed in this like sort of like a full body like you know I guess as leather kind of thing. No, he was wearing a tactile turtleneck. Tactile, a tactile turtleneck. A tactile. <laughs> A tactical turtleneck, a tactile neck. <laughs> Wait, have you actually watched Archer? Well, I don't think I've watched it much since, since the last time I saw it with you. Um, though that's a thing from Archer. Yeah, that is because he is like it's a tech, it's a tactical turtleneck, it's a tactile neck, because he has like a whole bunch of like black turtlenecks and then slightly darker black turtlenecks. Beautiful. <laughs> No, I I think that like with, especially with like the night vision goggles that he had, um, I, I I like that like you know it's not even so much that like, he wants to help Gotham protect it. He's doing Batman stuff in this, like he's sneaking around, like he can yes. fight, like it's pretty cool. Like when he just rolled out as backup for the GCPD, I was just like, <gasps> Batman is here. Like he said, he I'm, did save the day. I mean, he was there, but I mean, like he was there <laughs> in the way that he was actually help working with the police versus around the police. Cause that's what Batman does. I mean, they didn't communicate in this episode, but you know, he, he was there, he dropped in, took out some people, gave them the supplies they needed and then disappeared into the ether. Yeah. No, I, I like Gordon saying, you know, Bruce, you know, next time you want to help, just ask you've earned a place. Like, he wasn't being admonished. He was like, you've earned a place yes. here. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's no man's land, you know, like I won't get in trouble for giving you a badge. Honestly, like I like this episode. I know that like the 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 Tabitha uh is 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 in the way that it you know became a Robert show is a sore point, but like I honestly like 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 uh I mean I didn't love this episode, but I thought it was a pretty decent opening. Um I I would probably say my my personal biggest um, reaction was probably just the whole, you know, no man's land. Three months later, we're down on our last supplies and ammunition. <laughs> now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going, to, I'm going to, you know, like like eat from my nacho guacamole off the screen. Or I don't know. Like, <laughs> he, I, I wish Jim McKenzie would stop with his like, we're like, running out of fresh avocados. He <laughs> <laughs> puts limes, sliced limes on uh, on his eyes and stuff like that. Like you know, but like it's time for my spa. <laughs> Okay. Do you mean cucumbers? No one's gonna put limes on their eyes. <laughs> ah, my eyes. <laughs> um, the people like, are that would hurt. Gym. That's acidic. Dude. <laughs> the people are getting restless, Jim. Some of them have been sleeping on locker room benches for weeks. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine how. Uh, <laughs> how hard that must be. Wow. But, 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 I mean, yeah, they, 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 they can hold out longer. I, I hear a man can sleep on a locker room bench for years if they have to. You know, just uh, no man in particular, but I mean, I, I I've heard rumors. It's, uh, Bullet called Jim their god, and I was like, yeah, well, he he is the homeless cop. So <laughs> he is the homeless god. Their god. I've wanted to do uh, the the Maui God You're Welcome song as a Gordon parody for years. I've just never found the right well way to do it. <laughs> I thought we were doing yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the Spider Verse one. <laughs> it was like, all right, let's try this one more time. <laughs> My name is Jim Gordon. I know. I, I, I didn't have enough time to make those. <laughs> and his answer, I do. I do. Um, um, uh, we have to talk about that intro because that was, um, which is uh, the flash forward. That was great. I loved that. That that was when, when I said before that my favorite that, you know, scene was like my favorite shot is like Barbara looking at Penguin and Penguin going, oh, shit, and running away. I lied. My favorite is just that epicness and like you think that they're gonna battle each other but then like yes. wait nigma and penguin are walking with gordon like that was they're so all confusing. like i know but it was awesome yeah they're like all coming together like what a way to open up the show again after like being gone for eight months i agree i completely agree my favorite part of that entire opening though was when ed put the card in his little pocket and like tilted it a little bit i was like that's like the coolest looking pocket square I've ever seen. Was it was it like, was it like a, a playing card, like an ace of spades or something? Yeah, it was like an ace, but instead of like the thing, instead of like the whatever, it was a question mark. It was the ah. ace of question mark. Yeah, it was a really nice detail. I really liked it. I just stared at it like that is so cool. I want one. <laughs> I missed recording with Jan. <laughs> Because I pick up details? Just because I'm you're really enthused, about your enthusiasm. Okay? Your enthusiasm <laughs> when you're like, I want one. Like that that's what I like. That's what this show needs. Like <laughs> This is a really fun recording. <laughs> At least it wasn't like last season where we just spent like three hours making dead Mario jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only now one hour. we only spent two hours on the dead Mario jokes. Exactly. Joke. <laughs> no, but like no, we I think we were on the call for like five hours and three hours of that was us just laughing about Mario being dead. <laughs> Which is terrible. Should it be laughing? Oh, man, never did a thing to us. What? 
I said that man never did a thing to us. Bill McKenzie or the actor playing Mario? Both of them. <laughs> well, mostly Mario. Um, I'm but, but yeah, Dom. You don't tag the guy who played Mario on Twitter as much. Like, you be tagging him. What's his name? It was in the, the Punisher movie. When, um. <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, remember when he killed blah blah blah, and then every time you make like a dead Mario joke, you just tag him into it? When Nike did that like uh, Colin Kaepernick ad where it's like, believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything, everyone was doing like parodies of it, and I did one where it was like a black and white picture of Ben McKenzie looking serious, and I said, believe in something, even if it means shooting your ex-fiance's husband on the running <laughs> and it got retweeted by like a bunch of like different Gotham accounts. Like, and- <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so good. It was in like whenever that like. Uh, Every time you put home with someone's coffee, you tag him in McKenzie. So it's it's like I I feel that like he Loki listens to the show and just like oh, <laughs> he knows he knows <laughs> he knows oh, who God, we all we- are. <laughs> So much shit. I can never meet any of the actors on that show. Robin or Taylor. Robin or Taylor is like as as like crazy as he's on the show. He's like that much that level of nice. He's super nice. Well, let's be real though. Mostly, what we say about Penguin is very positive on this show. Yeah. But I'm talking about like I can't. I can't meet Ben McKenzie. <laughs> I can't do it. I would just stare at him and just be like, "He's homeless." <laughs> <laughs> he was. He, he was. He was so nice. <laughs> He's <a> homeless. <laughs> it doesn't help because, like, you guys met him before all of this joking, but me, I haven't met him at all. So it might be even first, like you're homeless. What? I've technically, not met him. Uh, I, I was there when Josh interviewed him for Batman Year One, like like re- years ago, but like. Um, I was never there when when Josh talked to him for Gotham. I was always somewhere else. Oh yeah, that's right. You've never. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, Don, do you have any, do you have any thoughts about that that intro scene before we? Uh... Um. I, I, it, it was cool. It was it was genuinely cool when when like Alfred and Riddler and Penguin and like Bullock and they're, they're like brothers in arms, like you know, like like we're all in this together, and it's it looks like a video game, <laughs> High School Musical. But it was funny to me. It's like he's like, you know, on my mark we fire, and then he just says, uh, Gotham. bang 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 bang, like 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 for uh, Gotham. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for Gotham. Our show, you will give us a sixth season, or we'll destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> they're shooting like the networks and like Warner Brothers and Fox like <laughs> we'll do a sixth season if we have to shoot you all together GCBD 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 <laughs> oh my gosh but I was like watching goes for Gotham and I was just in there like I've never had that kind of solidarity to a city before <laughs> I was Gotham. so confused I was just for like, Tampa yeah, right? For Nashville. <laughs> Never. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's it's it's a city. A of city justice. of justice, Jan. Now, in fairness, these were people that like their city was abandoned, so there is a sense of ownership there for them. Well, it's also the thing that like and, I, and this is this will always be like when this show is over, I'll still say that this is still something they never got right. The show doesn't do a great job of like, you know, Demonstrating why the the city needs to be saved, like like when, yeah. when when Bale and Batman begin says, you know, Gotham's is not 
beyond saving there are good people here. Like, you don't disbelieve him like I would if someone said that in this show because they don't <laughs> this show does not like its own citizens. So like Yeah, the show also glorifies its villains and they're the ones who get all of the screen time. That is exactly right. It glorifies the villains. Which you know, I don't know why it does that, but like uh it was one of those things where it's like 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 when he says when Bruce says, Do you ever regret leaving? he's, he's like, Hell no. It's like, why? <laughs> like like what is the show what has the city ever done done for you? But like you roll with it. I said they have jobs. You just gotta roll with it. I mean, like it was like you said earlier before we started recording about Barbara, and it was all like, "Yeah, I have this magic hand. Let's go take over the world." But I need to take over this one neighborhood inside of Gotham, where everyone has superpowers, and I'm outmatched. <laughs> this one tiny neighborhood. I need to do that. But but the world. But this neighborhood, Rache. <laughs> all right, all right. G- give me your hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need it for this neighborhood. Okay, but but uh, honestly, like if we, if we are wrapping down to that, like uh, I I don't disagree with the damn thing that like Jan saying about the, the the Tabitha and how it switched from her to Barbara. But overall, I I honestly I I don't really I give this episode a passing grade. Yeah, other than do? that, because I, like, I, like I didn't realize that out of out of the show she was leaving. Um, but narrative wise, it was terrible. But I understand it a little better now, considering I know that she's got something better. But yeah, I thought the episode was really good at, um, what is it called, placing everybody and giving us an update on where things were. And what's the other thing? Did we talk about the whole ha 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 thing? Oh No, because I didn't care about it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's, can it's, we just mention that real quick? Because it was in the episode and I don't know. You were even um, before we started. Dawn was all, yeah, Jeremiah Valeska, <laughs> and then you see not Harley there, mm-hmm. and then they pan back over, and then you see like just at least the hint that he's still around. He hasn't left the city. I mean, he's not going to leave the city, but he's actually still around. He's got something in store. It's I just like the foreshadowing, and also like I said. Jeremiah's Bay. Why doesn't Gordon tell Bullock about this? Because he's like, by the way, check out Jeremiah Velisco. Why? I have a hunch. Like, no, say that somebody broke into the GCBD and wrote on your map. That's very important. That's on a need to know basis, Josh. Um, one thing, one thing we could also mention, kind of going back to like, because uh, because we because backer to Oracle, you know, um, on, the on for Gordon podcast. They just wrapped up a whole year of covering No Man's Land, like, uh, and the whole thing that Gordon's doing in this episode, like, you know, so and so is here, so and so is there. We don't know where the Joker is. Like, Oracle did that throughout No Man's Land, so it's kind of neat because it's a Gordon thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's kind of cool that like they they start off No Man's Land in this episode. I haven't read this either, so all of this is nice and fresh, and I will most likely actually read batman year one after the podcast is done <laughs> i guess it makes sense it, it, it would technically be like chronologically sound <laughs> yeah true. i can i can read batman year one oh, yeah. and I can read <laughs> um I and you can watch Hush. the batman year one animated movie where ben mckenzie voices batman oh god no uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh what else do i need to read i need to read um the freaking no Man's Land is a year's worth of comics, so if you're going to read that, good luck. The one where he gets, like, the one where he gets sh- the last 
the the laughing the killing joke yeah the killing joke oh my god yeah i need to read that i've been putting it off because i everyone's already told me what's happened and it's it's so off-putting i'm still really upset when she read it because like apparently we didn't warn her that like about the sexual assault in there like she's like i knew about that i did not know about that yeah Uh-oh. everybody always focuses on um the whole her getting paralyzed like the whole sexual assault thing isn't even a thing but um like i do the forum thing where i talk with people who read stuff and then i was talking about kate bishop and then my friend who is really into bab said like oh yeah no went through this the, kind of the same thing and then we were talking about it yeah except with her like there wasn't even though there wasn't penetration probably there was still he still stripped her and took photographs which is sexual assault because people argue like was barbara gordon raped or not but regardless of if she was raped or not it's still a sexual assault because she was disrobed and photographed against her will that yeah that's a, so whole episode you can hear, um, hear about in the background oracle podcast with me and also i guess Stella's there of course <laughs> so um the next episode according to the futon critic is called trespassers Ooh. Gordon and Bullock investigate a location where several kids have been kidnapped. Barbara proves to be uh, sorry, I had a cough coming on and made it sound like a left. <laughs> Barbara proves to be an unlikely ally to Gordon. Oh. Meanwhile, Bruce looks in- <laughs> Wow, that shudder. <laughs> shudder was real. Meanwhile, Bruce looks into an alleged witch with healing powers for Selena. Enigma deals with demons of his own and all new trespassers. And the guest cast is uh, Peyton List as Ivy Pepper. I wonder who the witch is. Benjamin Schneider as Boy. He's just called Boy. <laughs> Alex Morph as Sykes. David Calloway as Tank. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sykes and Tank. Who could ever forget those classic characters? Will Myers as Gabriel and Hunter Jones as Will Thomas, which was uh, that was the kid that like collapsed into Gordon's arms this episode. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, predictions for that. I mean, I, I think we've already like said, okay, the, the witch is going to be Ivy and uh, she'll be in Robinson Park, which is cool because that's where Ivy was in No Man's Land in the comics. Yes. The only prediction that I have is that Br- or Bruce clearly Ivy's a f-ing witch, and uh... <laughs> that's one way to put it. <laughs> Watch it be Barbara Keen. Like that's right. When Roz took the glowing hand back, oh, I still now. had leftover witchcraft powers, and now I'll turn you into a frog. <laughs> Rabbit. <laughs> and then they start singing on logs about how hard it is being green. <laughs> Or they start singing the Rainbow Connection. Someday you'll find it. The Homeless Connection. I hate the you. GCPD. <laughs> the Bullock. I hate you so me. much. Why so until like next time, this is Donovan. This is Jan. <laughs> this is Josh. And you've been listening to uh, the first in the final season of the Gotham Chronicle podcast episodes. We will see you next week. Send us the prize. We're running out of rations.
it's fine. So, uh, yeah, whenever you guys are ready. <laughs> and, that's the, and that's how, you know, we, we spent our summer vacation. Our, like, eight-month summer vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Winter break. <laughs> I wish there was a way to do the intro this way, but, like, it, 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 we can't because it's, like, visual. But it's, like, you know... We're all, like, getting ready with, like, our guns to, like, you know, <laughs> like, at the beginning of Gotham, and we're, like, shooting. <laughs> we're Gotham Chronicle. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just Dustin's getting his of, ready. Um, just put in a whole bunch of, um, what is it called? Uh, sound effects? Royalty-free sound effects after we say something. No, just put in a whole bunch of royalty-free sound effects and just have us go, like, are you ready? I was born ready. <laughs> who, that who would be so hard. Gotham Chronicle. <laughs> <laughs> who would we be shooting? <laughs> who, I don't know. Who's trying to kill us? Who, who, who are they shooting? No, like, 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 that's not answered like, this episode either. A whole bunch of like, uh, the gun click sounds. <laughs> yes, I like that. For Gotham Chronicle. <laughs> For Gotham Chronicle. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, you, oh no, he's been shot. <laughs> I'm hit. <laughs> uh, it'll, be like, it'll be like, um, for Gotham Chronicle. <laughs> yeah, just, just just plug in Mackenzie's voice and then like add in like Chronicle. <laughs> That's yeah, gonna exactly uh... that. <laughs> that is the problem. Is that is way too visual. So like. As a listener, you would have to like it would have to be really apparent what we were doing. I mean, if it's everybody knows what a gun cock sounds like, we could we could we, know, we, we like, could do like, like like okay, you got your bullets, got your belts, got your tasers, got all this. I, I'd have to put that song that like that like Riddler was listening to like well meet again don't know where don't and then like I don't know like make make it like really apparent that like we're all like walking together <laughs> just do like cheesy narration like I'm now walking with. My gun. It's Jan. Is she gonna shoot me? No. We're walking together. We need to watch. (laughs) And look, it's Dawn. He also has a gun. Is he gonna shoot us? No. We're walking together. (laughs) What what were you saying, Josh? You need like this is the thing, the kind of thing they do in audio dramas a lot. They use a lot of sounds to paint the picture. People have imaginations. You don't have to narrate. <laughs> I think it's funnier if I narrate. Uh, okay. Alright. I'll, I'll figure I mean, you out. can build the visual landscape with sound. But, like, how would people know that it's us walking? If it's They just will footstep? when we start talking. What, what, what do we say? Aside from like I said, like on the ground... It's like you ready? Yeah, let's do this. Yeah, I, I, yeah, okay. I, I think it'd be a combination of a line here or there and some sound effects to kind of paint the picture. It can be done. Well, one of us feel like it's another season. Let's gear up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think stuff like that to like paint the picture of us all. Like, yeah, yeah. We're all like loading <laughs> in our armory. <laughs> Like you could just say it's another season. Let's gear up and then run like the armory sounds, and then like footsteps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For Gotham Chronicle, and then like if they've actually seen the episode. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> you need to add that part. And then, like, and and not even music. like the real music, just us. Nah, yeah, nah, no, no. You're gonna do that, and then Don's just gonna be like. 
<laughs> and I'll just be like, don't know what you expect. Why is Stella using a slingshot? <laughs> like, he can sigh, and then I can just be like, I don't know what you're expecting. You've been working with him for four seasons. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for Gotham! Chronicle! <laughs> You know, Dustin then, like, was actually the in the spray. military. We, we should we should let huh? him do this. <laughs> what is that beeping sound? Say what? Is anyone else getting a beeping sound? Like we're underwater in like an echo location radar device thing? For Atlantis. No, I, I don't hear. Uh, it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're doing. They're she's shooting like Aquaman. Like take that, you fish. <laughs> JCB, take that, you fish. (laughs) (laughs) He's not even shooting. He's like, I'm not dead. He's shooting a bunch of like shrimp and like fish, like <laughs> yeah. You just put like a bunch of like bubble snapping, like like bubble popping sound effects. Jim, the fight's over here. And they said Aquaman is the biggest DC universe thing this month. Take that, King of the Sea. I'm the King of God. Gordon, you've gone mad with power. <laughs> Permission to come aboard. <laughs> <laughs> All this is being recorded. <laughs> Oh god! It better Bloopers. be. <laughs> this is bloopers. Okay. Uh, it's been so long. I'm lightheaded from laughing. Do do we do we want to like uh, do the sound effects for this intro first, or do we want to do the episode proper and then just like uh, add that in later? Um, if we can remember what it is later, I'm done for whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's do the episode just so we don't like rush our momentum and then afterwards we'll record the whole like all right let's gear up it's another season <laughs> and then like we'll, we'll all have like a battle cry as we're like cocking our guns you know like God, i don't even know what mine would be <laughs> and we'll like make little comments to acknowledge that for <laughs> yeah, yeah, for <laughs> Jessica Lucas. And, and for all why is stella holding a slingshot <laughs> <laughs> Is Ben old enough to be holding a bazooka? Who cares? Just keep going. Oh, God, Ben. Where did Ben get that knife? (laughs) Martin gave it to him. He he just jumps over the wall and starts slashing people. Like, (laughs) (laughs) this is his play. This is his play. This is the show that we do. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the most like serious episode. Like the, the orphans are starving and Tabitha's dead, and we're like, <laughs> this is his play. <laughs> <laughs> Who's in charge right here? I just remember that episode where like freaking he puts the knife in his and I'm like, yeah, this this, this, this station. Yeah, yeah, and Gordon this week he's like. Man, if I would have shot someone unarmed, I would have been in trouble like a month ago. It's like bullshit. You always did that. That was three months ago. He said three months yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was ago. three freaking months ago. It's like you do that all the time. Like, yeah, yeah, I totally did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wish you said words like totally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, uh, let's see. Like, Dustin has like his wife do like some intro on all the podcasts now, so I don't have to do like the whole sponsored by the Batman universe thing. But I might still do it. I have it. Like, well, so during this hiatus, um, also my call keeps 
out. So I know you guys can hear me, but I can't hear like everything that's being said. So if I'm sitting here like, what? That's why. <laughs> it's because Dustin has to send us that helicopter of supplies right now. <laughs> like that's what that um, that radar beep is. It's every time I get disconnected and it's reconnecting. Oh, so it's not Aquaman getting shot by homeless cop. Okay, feel free to like, type in the show. Take homeless cop. Say what? Have you seen his abs? Have I seen his abs? Yes. Oh, uh, I think the call and you thought and you thought I was calling Aquaman homeless cop. <laughs> no, I said Aquaman can take homeless cop. Have you seen his abs? Of course Aquaman can oh, take yes. homeless cop. Yeah. <laughs> his dripping wet abs. <laughs> yes. His... He'll 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 drown him like <laughs> Bullrick, I can't swim. <laughs> <laughs> and but like, didn't I used to like date a chick that couldn't swim? It was so long ago. Which one was that one? Uh, season one. Remember, like uh, when we first met the Scarecrow. Yeah, yeah. He almost drowned that that chick, and uh, she ended up dating Bullock for all of that episode. And never, well, never. It, it, oh, right, 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 right. And she like came back, and they were engaged randomly. And then like. There's like another episode in season two where Bullock's like James Bonding a girl, and she's like, "Wait, weren't you getting married?" He's like, "Oh, that didn't work out." <laughs> so I just bought this hooker instead. <laughs> Thai food. Do we want to talk about it all? Like, uh, oh god. Uh, <laughs> I must have my three course meal. Is what Mario would have wanted. <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense. I have missed this. <laughs> Josh, I'm oh, still got this. <laughs> You're still laughing. Oh, God. He's, oh, he's like God. a penguin in the show. <laughs> oh, There's man. a guy that I watch on Twitch, and he plays something called Mario Kaizo, and it's like a really hard Mario level, and every time Mario dies... In my head, <laughs> ben McKenzie like wakes up in a cold sweat like oh, oh man <laughs> Marina I just had the best dream ever <laughs> <laughs> oh man but like here, here's the solution so you take Jarvis Tetch's blood and no! you inside no! a penguin and then you have penguin Mary uh Wait, and then have them go to a dock on their honeymoon, and then he'll shoot him. <laughs> Justifiable homicide in the line of duty. Exactly. <laughs> this, is, this is how you kill Penguin. Jim, I have never told you my middle name. It's this Mar. Is- <laughs> <laughs> he was gonna say Martin, not Mario. I couldn't take that chance. <laughs> I think he could. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mario, you come out now. <laughs> Why is this so funny? So I have no idea. It's been it's been two years. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's been dead for a long time. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh my god. 
Yeah, Gordon eggs his grave every night, I'm sure. Oh. <laughs> God. Uh, look, there's something we have to do on the way back to the TCBD. Again? Every night. I told you. <laughs> anyway. Um, there's a lot more yeah, to talk like, about this the de- episode, so we're not done yet. <laughs> the, the, the desperation with the food, and 